Hey everyone, you're listening to your double dose of Dabria. I'm your host, Dabria Carapita, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me for today's episode. We are diving into the topic of faith because it feels like the year is very quickly drawing to a close and Wow, what a year has been for myself and I'm sure for you. Definitely ups, definitely downs. And it feels like I've gone through multiple seasons of life. I was rereading my journal, going back, seeing where I was in you know February, March, April, compared to where I am now, beginning of December. And there has been so much change, growth, and blessings from God. And I want to talk about faith because I feel like going forward into a new season, faith is integral to that season. And not just the next season, but also what it looks like to walk into that season doing things God's way, not the world's way. And it has become more clear than ever as I've walked through my own personal battles and struggles, how important it is to take things out of the natural and bring them into the supernatural and give those battles to God. And faith is just the important stepping stone, the important foundational aspect that we need to talk about. But I want to talk about faith today from a very practical standpoint as well. Because if you are familiar with the church and you're familiar with their verbiage, faith and walking by faith is something that we hear about all the time. But what does it actually look like to boil it all down and walk by faith and make decisions led by the Spirit and not by what the world says is the way to go? Because I look back on this last year of my life and the decisions that God asked me to make as I was walking through my own battles and my own struggles, they honestly didn't make sense. They did not make sense based on what the world says is the way to go, what the world says is the way to get ahead, to get even, to be petty. They were the opposite. They were countercultural. And yet I get to see the reward and the fruit of that in my life. Now, as someone who has gone through many discouraging and even traumatic experiences in this last year, and I found myself marked by sensations and feelings of anxiety trying to overwhelm me, faith is countercultural to the normal. And it is pushing past those feelings of being unsettled and feeling anxious and feeling worry. And it is doing things God's way, not what the world says is normal or expected. If you go back to the very beginning of my podcast, I do an episode on anxiety because it has been a battle. In this last year, the enemy has come at me so strongly with anxiety, with an upset stomach, with feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And I have had to sit and very practically put steps into practice in my life so that I can do things God's way and I can push past that anxiety because you know what? That anxiety is not truth. And we look at the word and the promises and we have to remind ourselves of this. And we're going to go deeper because as Christians, we are called to live lives of authenticity, of being real with each other and of living by a faith that is so different than the world's standards of living. But that means that we have to be willing to do the hard things. And I'm feeling very passionate about this because we are going into a new year here shortly. Less than a month, we will be in 2023. And that is exciting. But I also want to go deeper in 2023 than I did in 2022, than I did in 2021. I want to keep going deeper in my faith and my relationship with the Lord. And it is such a beautiful thing because my relationship with Jesus is personal. 
the same way that you get deeper and you get to know someone on a more intimate level, the longer that you're friends with them or the longer that you're dating them or the more that you're intentional to spend time with someone, the more that relationship grows. The same thing is applicable to our relationship with Christ. And we need to bring it down to a very personable level. We need to stop making it this high and mighty thing that we talk about or touch on Sundays, but then we go home and Jesus isn't applicable to our daily lives. No, that needs to stop. Jesus needs to come into every single area of our life. He is so full of love and grace and the authority that we have as believers is astounding. And we have watered this down and we have put him on a pretty shelf like an elf on the shelf. And we have said, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is Jesus's area. Yet on Sundays we talk about him, but on Mondays we go to work and we seem to forget that that same power, that same savior resides in our lives and in our hearts, and he is more real than ever. And yes, I am so passionate about this because I have seen even more lately Jesus's words coming to pass in my life. In my last episode, I was talking about confidence and having confidence in Christ through the different seasons of life, you know, in the in the valleys, but also on the mountaintop. And I spoke on that last episode from a place of faith, from a place of walking through that season. And since then, I have seen breakthrough. The very specific thing that I sought God on, he came through on and I saw it and it just makes me more passionate about it than ever that we need to live our calling. We need to live on a different level because the world, the world is going down. The world is going to very dark places and more than ever, we see hopelessness and we see discouragement and we see brokenness. And I believe that as Christians, we are called to more and we are called to this life of faith. But this life of faith requires things of us and we have to be willing to do it. Now, is it worth it? Absolutely. Is it difficult? Absolutely. But on top of that, When you choose to live a life of faith, there is also such tremendous grace. And grace is not by our our own works or our own efforts. So I really do want to kind of define and separate this idea because faith is not striving. Faith is not doing it by my own efforts, by my own abilities, by my own accomplishments. But rather, faith is resting in the promises that God has given me. If we want to look at the very definition of faith, we go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 that says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And in the past while, I have felt discouragement come at me from the enemy because when you are choosing to live a life of faith, you are literally free falling into grace. Now it is an amazing free fall because you have that confidence that God is going to catch you. He's got you. Um, But, you know, with this, there comes a doing things different than the world expects. So when you are in a season of discouragement or in a hard season of life where you are taking a very intentional step of faith, the enemy wants to come at you with discouragement. He wants to come at you with anxiety. And so it does, we're doing things different when we stand on the promise of, for example, Romans 15, 13, that says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Did you catch that? 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. And that is often the opposite of what the world expects. When you are faced with a mountain, you are faced with a struggle, you are faced with a battle, oftentimes the world says, poor you, pity you, you you should feel downtrodden, you're in a rough place, you're caught between a rock and a hard place. But doing things countercultural means that you sit and you rest in that promise that God is going to fill you with peace as you trust in him. And I can speak from my own personal experience looking back on this year of my life. It was the hardest year, the hardest year of my life that I've ever gone through. And yet... I have seen the grace, I have felt the peace, and I've made decisions that in those moments made no earthly sense. Now, I've been doing this faith walk with God for long enough to know the signs of the faith walk, to know the signs of going into a season of just pure trust, but I also have had to remind myself of the practical steps to follow so that when that discouragement comes, when that anxiety builds up inside my stomach, there are very practical things that you can do to recenter yourself and refocus on the life-giving truth of the word, to remind myself of the promises that God has given in my life. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about faith. We're also going to talk about the very practical steps that we can implement to walk the faith walk and not feel overcome when that battle comes. Because I know it can be difficult. It can be, like I said, countercultural, which means that some people will not understand the steps of faith that God asks you to take. Now, as I delve into the practical side of it, this is an important aspect is finding people that can be a part of your close circle that can support you and pray for you and encourage you when God asks you to make decisions that don't make earthly sense. But you know what? If we're doing things God's way, then that means that we're going to get God results. But that also means having to take God steps. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is going to require more of you than you've been currently giving. But as James 1, 6 says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And yes, this goes against what feels natural. It feels natural that when your back is up against the wall, when financially you're strapped or emotionally you're drained or physically you've been in a place of anxiety, it makes sense by the world standards to lean into that, to feel that discouragement, to you know vent to all your friends. But if we're doing things God's way, that means that we step out of that. Of course, we acknowledge those feelings are true. We're not going to be in a place of repressing them and saying that they don't exist. You acknowledge that they exist, but we are not going to camp there. We are not going to live there because when we do things by faith, my goodness, the the breakthrough that can happen, the breakthrough that God can bring about is incredible. I've seen it in my own life. And the amazing thing is I also know that I haven't seen the full redemption yet of those areas in my life where God has asked me to step out in faith. So I am crazy excited about this journey and I'm crazy excited to share with all of you guys just the practical steps and also some of the breakthroughs that I've personally seen. So don't go anywhere. We're going to dive into that right after this. 
Hey there, you're listening to your double dose of Dabria, the podcast. I'm your host, Dabria Karapita, and I just want to take this moment to share with you a little bit more about the heart of this podcast. This podcast was started in January 2022 with the mission of being vulnerable and real about what it looks like to live life as a young Christian with authenticity and just sharing my struggles, my journey, what God has shown me, and hopefully through that blessing, encouraging, and challenging anyone who listens. So this podcast is what I call a podcast with a mission. And if you would like to support it in any way with words of encouragement or financially, you can reach out to me, yourdoubledose at gmail.com. Once again, the mission of this podcast is to just be real about where I'm at. And then hopefully in that, you are able to connect and to experience God's grace. And I have seen it so tremendously in my own life. And I just want to share that message with those around me. And so uh, thank you so much for your support. I do appreciate when you guys like, share, comment, and engage with me through the social media platforms. So once again, thank you so much for your support. Your double dose of Dabria. This podcast with a mission wouldn't be possible without you guys and God. The first thing that I want to say about faith is that every believer has to live by it. Every believer, no matter where you're at in your faith walk, in your relationship with Christ, no matter how long you've been a believer, no matter how long you've been following him, every single believer walks by faith. And the reason that I know this is because 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So foundationally, the very essence of your relationship with Jesus is based on faith. And I want to talk about this because I have ran into people and talked to friends who have said that they struggle with faith, that they're not sure practically what does it look like to live a life of faith. And so I want to give you a little bit of encouragement that already by choosing to believe in Christ Jesus Already, foundationally, you are walking by faith. You are believing in him for your salvation. Now, we're just going to look at it from a deeper, more relational standpoint of what does it look like to bring that into every area of your life, work, relationship, personal, family, in every area of your life, we are going to be people of faith because we can no longer afford to be anything less than. We can no longer afford to just make our way basically passively through this life. God is calling us to something deeper. He's calling us to something greater. And I also believe that there is going to be greater unity than ever before. But this is going to require work on our parts in the sense of being intentional. I'm not saying striving, and I'm not saying that you are just work, work, working at it. In fact, a lot of faith is resting, and it is resting in that confidence that God is who he says he is, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that if he has given you a promise, whether personally or through the word, that he is going to come through no matter what your outside circumstances look like. 
And believe me, this has been a battle and a struggle in my own life. There have been seasons of feeling very discouraged and of just seeming like I didn't even know what not only was the next month, but I didn't even know what the next day held. And it has been that act of faith. And yet I've also seen God come through. But it does require usually that season of not being able to see of not being able to see with your physical eyes or in the natural or based on your circumstances what God is going to do, but having that innate confidence that he is going to come through, that he is who he says he is. I love the reminder in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 that says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And just that reminder that no matter what your circumstances look like, we are overcomers through Christ. And I know that this requires a mindset shift. It, re- it requires us continually renewing our mind because all of these passive voices in the world and all of these voices of the enemy and of darkness and of discouragement, they will come at you stronger than ever before when you are intentional to stand firm in faith because the enemy wants nothing to do with faith to be present or active in your life. And he wants you to come at it from that place of discouragement, to try to do things from the natural, to strive. But no, we are going to flip the script. We're going to flip the narrative. We're going to examine right now just some very practical steps as we go forward into this new year. What is it going to look like to walk by faith and not by sight? Because 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 says, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, and be strong. So if it is saying be on your guard, then that means that something is going to come at you. Something is going to try to attack you. Now, again, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We already have been given the victory, but we have to stand firm in that because the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and he prowls around looking for whom he may devour. And so those tools that he uses are lies, our anxieties, our fears, but God is not a God of confusion. So we are going to dive deeper and we're going to find that deep, still peace that passes all understanding. And we are going to talk very practically. What does it look like to stand firm in the battle of faith, no matter what your outside circumstances look like? And I'm going to be very honest with you guys in the sense that I am not always perfect at this. Now, I've been made perfect through Christ Jesus, but my character and my actions are consistently being refined and I have to sometimes remind them to line up. And sometimes that requires faith. Sometimes that requires a mental kick to the butt and saying, hey, you've been speaking words that are not life and you need to change your confession. Hey, your attitude is not in a posture of gratitude and of faith and of confidence. So we need to adjust that. And it's always from a place of grace because God has given us so much overwhelming grace. It is never from a place of condemnation or guilt. If that is what you've been feeling, that is a lie from the enemy and you tell him to shut up because he does not have a voice in your life. You are God's. You are his children. You are be- you belong to him and we rest confidently. And guys, I'm just so fired up by this because I'm getting a vision for this new year. And yes, it's going to require living by faith, but God's got this. He's got you. He's got me. And the way the world is going, I know that I have to have confidence in him above all else because the world fails, people fail, and yet I know that I can stand firm in the one truth 
the Word of God, and who God says He is. I do love what Romans 1.17 says, For in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. So looking practically at what kind of steps we can take, because if God is calling you to live a life of faith or to take a step of faith, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, taking that free fall into grace, oftentimes you can identify this by you come up to a situation or a circumstance where practically it looks like making one decision is the smart move, is the, oh yeah, that's just a, that's just a given because based on my education, my experience, what the steps here look like from the world's standards, this is the decision I could make. And yet, you don't have peace. Or you don't feel anything at all. And yet, in regards to making a different decision, to taking a step of faith, you feel God urging you. Now, sometimes these are very strong feelings. Sometimes they are just a quiet whisper. Once again, God is not a God of confusion. He's not a God of anxiety. He's not a God of worry. But oftentimes in my life, they've been very extreme circumstances where everything says to do one thing and yet God tells me to do another thing. I remember earlier in this year when God put it very strongly on my heart that I was supposed to move back to my hometown for a season of life. And practically, it made no sense. I was already in the city. I already had my community around me. And yet, I felt God urging me that that was for a plan, for a purpose. And honestly, I felt like he was asking me if I was willing to be obedient despite it not making earthly sense. So yes, oftentimes faith requires us coming to a situation where it doesn't make sense to go one way and yet that's where you feel the peace or that's where you feel God asking you to take that step of faith. So very practically, it is very important to cultivate a community of close people. I call it your close circle of people that you can go to for encouragement and for prayer. Now, it is very important that by yourself, you are cultivating, listening to the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to get into that a little more practically, but I've talked about this earlier in earlier episodes. Feel free to go back and listen to them on community. But it is very important to have a close circle. doesn't have to be big, but those few people that you can go to and say, hey, I feel like God's asking me to make a tough decision, to step out in faith. I need your prayer. I need your support. Sometimes you can ask for their wisdom and input, but again, it is going to boil down to you. You and you alone can take that faith step. For myself, earlier in the year, it was my parents that I went to them and I said, hey, I feel like God's asking me to move. And they said, okay, uh, practically, yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to leave cities. But if that's what God is calling you to do, then we'll pray for you, we'll support you, and God's going to provide for you. So step one, practically, is to have a close circle of people who can pray for you, who you know that they are going to line up with you and match up with faith. Because this is very important, who you allow to speak into your life. So practically, you need to cultivate those few people. At this point, it could even be one. You could ask God to bring you someone who can match you, who can encourage you, who can uplift you in that place of faith. But step two, very practically, and this one is very important, is to begin to listen to the Holy Spirit in your own life in the little things. Because oftentimes we think about faith in the big steps, the huge questions that we need God to answer, that we need to step out in. But faith begins in the little steps. 
I remember being six years old and losing my Barbie car and asking my mom to help me find it. And she said, Dabria, go to the Holy Spirit and ask him to show you where it is and he will. And you know what? He did. So we need to let go of any idea that something is too small for God to use or to speak through because God cares about the little things and the big things in your life. So it doesn't always mean that we come to a huge step of faith and we step out. It begin, means that we go back to the basics. We go back to the little things. God, what should I do today? God, should I reach out to that person? Uh, God, direct my steps today. Where should I go first? And beginning to invite the Holy Spirit into the very little decisions that you make every day, you will begin to hear his voice and you'll be able to recognize what that peace versus lack of peace feels like in your life in a practical way. Now, it does take practice and it does take patience. But again, if you come before God and you ask him these things, he is going to be faithful. And I love how in James 2.17, it says, in the same way, faith by itself, it is if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. So we do have faith. We do have that confident assurance that Christ is faithful, that Jesus is going to come through, but it also requires us taking those steps. And they start small, and then they gradually build and build and build until next thing you know, you are in this giant free fall of grace, but you know that you know that you know that God is going to come through because you can look back on your life at the ways that he has come through before. So step two is begin to invite the Holy Spirit into the little decision-making processes in your life so that as you develop a more finely attuned ear to his voice, you are going to be able to recognize that in the bigger decisions. And step three is very practical. Fill your heart, your mind, and your life with praise, prayer, and the word. And it is more important than ever that the spiritual nutrition in our lives gets amped up because if we are going to fight a battle of faith, we can't do it on one healthy meal a day. We can't do it on one healthy meal a week. And so we really need to look at it from a practical standpoint that if you're going to run a marathon, you need to fuel your body. If we are going to run this marathon of faith and we are going to rest in the place of victory that God has already given us, then we need to be filling our lives with that spiritual nutrition. We need to be renewing our hearts and our minds through the word of God. So very practically, I would encourage you to look at your life and what are some ways that you can begin to incorporate more of the word, more prayer, and more praise. That maybe means on your drive to work, praise and worship instead of listening to the news. That maybe means that you pray before bed instead of scrolling Instagram. Whatever that looks like, very practically, we need to begin to insert more foundationally life-giving aspects into our lives because we need to be properly fueled. And again, this is not from a place of condemnation, but this is a place of just recentering ourselves in those life-giving things. Because if we want to hear from God, we want to have our ear finally attuned to him. We can't be consistently stuffing our ears with the things of this world. It's just not going to work. So very practically, Surrounding ourselves with that close circle of people that can pray for you and support you in your walk of faith. Then inviting the Holy Spirit into the little aspects in your life so that you can begin to hear his voice. Third, filling yourself with that spiritual nutrition. And the last step that I just want to briefly touch on here is to consistently rest in God. It says in the word in Romans 5, 1, therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
very important thing in this walk of faith is not to strive. It is not by our own power. It is Christ's power through us. So reminding ourselves to rest, to rest in those promises, even when the circumstances or our emotions or our feelings don't look that way. We are living by faith. We are living by the evidence of things not yet seen. And that is what walking by faith truly looks like and requires of us. So I hope that you have been encouraged and blessed by this podcast episode. As usual, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts, any encouragements, any prayer requests that you may have. You can email me, yourdoubledose at gmail.com. Also, if God ever puts it on your heart to financially support this podcast with a mission, once again, reach out to me, yourdoubledose at gmail.com. I am excited, you guys. I'm excited for this next season. I'm excited for this next year. And at this point, I know that there is so many good things in store that God has for you, for me, for the Church of Christ. And I am very excited to share personally what I'm going through and what God's showing me and also to hear from all of you. This is such an incredibly powerful community. And the more that we delve deeper and we are authentic and we are real, the more we are going to see tremendous breakthrough. So God bless you. God keep you. Make his face shine upon you. And if you ever need prayer, once again, please reach out to me. Please reach out to your local church. There's so much power in that community. And I can't wait to hear from all of you guys And also to see the evidence in my own life of this faith walked out to see the breakthrough that God brings. It's going to be incredible. So thank you so much for listening to your double dose of Dabria. Please like, share, subscribe. All of that helps other people hear this message. I'm blessed by each and every one of you guys and so thankful that you've given me your time to hear this today. I'll talk to you guys next time. This has been your double dose of Dabria. You're listening to Your Double Dose of Dabria, a podcast with a mission. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you find your podcasts, as well as radio. We are looking for a sponsor, and we also provide advertising opportunities. If God has put it on your heart to support this ministry podcasts, you can reach out to us at yourdoubledose at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.